0: Before we get started on today's show, let's talk about how you could get in touch with us.
1: You can email us at letstalk at com.
0: You can call us and leave a voicemail at 347 true 347 347-878-5683.
1: You can also direct message us on Instagram at firstcomesloveTCM.
0: Lindsay and Aaron sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First comes love, then comes marriage,
1: then comes the baby and the baby care. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson.
0: And I'm Aaron Jackson.
1: And on this sixth episode, we will be talking about fighting. How you fight fair, and how you fight for each other.
0: So listen in.
1: Let's go. Welcome to the sixth episode of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage Podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson.
0: And I'm Aaron Jackson.
1: And I wanna ask you, baby, today, when we get into disagreements, how do you fight fair?
0: It's it's different because we're married, right? And so I did it one way when we were dating and another way when we're married. When we're married, usually I'm always on the like the big picture. Type of thing like, well, we're gonna be married for a hundred years, so hundred years from now, sixty years from now, this don't matter, right? I always think stuff like that mm. when we're at disagreements. But when we were dating, I had to be very conscious of the boundaries that we established young. Like you, you don't like people to curse, and and you also, I mean, people establish boundaries with their friends. And we're you know we're in a relationship where we're more than friends but you have to establish these boundaries and they're almost like the rules of the fight mm-hmm. don't cross this line don't cross that line I kind of fall back into what boundaries I can I can get close to I could cross when to stay far away from it's like when somebody you just meet and you're building a relationship and they do something and you're like don't do that Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, no, for real, for real, don't do that. And that person either going to continue to do that or they're going to stop and respect your boundaries. So there's always a respect factor because I love you. Remaining respectful is a thing that I, I try to do. And that's because I do not like disrespect. When I feel like you're purposely disrespecting me, that's when I turn up to a different level. So I try not to... Do things that I dislike when when it comes to a disagreement with you. So I don't like when I don't feel like I'm being heard. So I make sure I listen to you and try to understand you. And I do that. I, I mean, I've been doing that for a long time, listening to you. Because usually when we're in a disagreement, I can try to judo your, your point, judo, flip it to my point. It's like, oh, so what you're saying is really what I'm I'm meant to be saying. I listen mostly so you can prove yourself wrong. Because I'm usually right (laughs) in arguments. So I'm like, she's just going to talk herself.
1: And you think so.
0: Yes, I think you're just going to talk until you're wrong. Mm. But, I mean, sometimes you're right. And that's the point. I also have to be accepting of I was wrong. And... When it comes to parameters, I try to do all to others as I want people to do unto me. And that's really difficult in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had practice with it, and so that's the main thing I try to do is just like, okay, don't curse at her, don't hit her, don't call her names, like don't do things that I deem disrespectful. I don't try to be disrespectful. Because I know in the end run, in the end-all, be-all, this this disagreement, this argument is not the end of us it's just you know right it's just one subject matter that we just happen to have a misunderstanding right now mm-hmm. and truthfully that's all they are is this we you have an understanding this way i have an understanding this way and w- for some reason we can't meet we can't communicate the way we're supposed to mm-hmm. i have learned in marriage that sometimes we need to put a pause, like on on arguments when there's a big disagreement. Mm-hmm. There is a point where I could be like, "We're not, we're not clicking. Let's pause on this, right? And c- go back around. The key is to actually go back around and hash it out, right? But there are times when when I was younger and you could attest to this, I was like, "No, we need to talk this out. We need to talk this out." And mm-hmm. you were like, "I need a moment. I need a moment." And I kept like pushing 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 yeah. <laughs> and it that I, as i got older i learned that it's okay to pause mm-hmm. you know it's okay to be like okay let's stop let's go do other things think about it we could actually it's almost like it's almost like a, a round one mm-hmm. and then you go to your corner and so my corner is i ask another married person or i ask uh, another boyfriend right um and so i'm like Hey, like the, am I wrong section? Right. I I actually ask people like, oh, this is the situation. I try to give yours as much as possible, but you know, it's always skewed. It's always biased. And I see how they have reacted to a similar situation. You know, every relationship is different, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of of the same type of arguments. And so that's what I do. I try to keep it clean, keep it respectful. How do you try to keep it clean (laughs) in a fight?
1: Well, you know, we are two different people. So how I fight fair, like you said, is not necessarily how you go about it. But I try to understand what's happening in the moment. And most of the time, what's happening in the moment is that I am very passionate. And you are like, you're too much. (laughs) Like, calm down. And so I think that... When we have a disagreement, I am trying to breathe it out, trying to calm down, and just remember how you like to be spoken to, because that's like a big thing with you. You prefer not to be yelled at. You know, you, yes. you, you, I cannot raise my voice. I'm, I'm like super passionate about this, and when my voice goes up a decimal
0: my ears go down (laughs) exactly
1: and i'm like but you're not listening and this is why and you're just like no this is not this is not how you that's not how you work and so that i always i have to remember okay you know what keep it low keep keep the tone level or like we're the same in this you we don't use curse words we do not use profanity when we're having an argument in specifics because it's like you know what Now I know you're being disrespectful just because that's who we are. Mm -hmm. Those two things I try to do. And, you know, I'm the type of person that doesn't necessarily need to have a conversation about it. And you like to have conversations. So (laughs) it's hard because, like how you said, I'm like, I need a break. I need a moment. Just do exactly what I say and and we won't get into these problems. And that's not... Realistic, that's not who you are. We need to come together and have a conversation. And the funny thing about it is that <laughs> I we can disagree, and it's not like we go to bed angry. I think that that's the difference for me because people, you know, the advice that we got before we got married was never go to bed, never angry. go to bed angry. Yes, never go to bed angry. And so we get into these disagreements about. You know, the dishes or the house or, you know, anything. Uh-huh. And like you said, we we know we're going to be together forever. So how do we handle this situation? Do we just say, like, I don't care? Or do we, you know, hammer it down? What do we do? And in that situation, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I don't have the energy to fight. And so I want to go to bed. But that's not going to bed angry for me. That's just going to bed possibly unresolved and it's going to come up tomorrow. Uh-huh. And there is a scripture, it says, in everything you do, stay away from mumbling and complaining. And something that I used to do that I don't do anymore because it's we'll like. Was talk under your breath? I would, oh, yeah, I, I would talk under my breath. Yeah, I was like, what well, is He's, he's going <laughs> to And you know, because I'm not going to say it to you because I don't want to disrespect you. So I didn't say it to you. I said it under my breath. And that's just, you know, a, a, that's just another form of disrespect. And, it needs to be handled and you know mm-hmm. and so i praise god i've worked past that because i haven't done that no you don't
0: do that anymore everyone used to do you, you, that you did i was like
1: this girl's crazy and you would come back and it would be like as you're walking out the door and then you come and go what'd you say <laughs> like nothing
0: nothing to you you know and... well what one of the things that i have done and it's good i've always had homeboys who i can go to and just go off on, you uh-huh. know, like vent, like man, this is crazy. This girl bugging, blah blah blah. It's nice to have somebody I could just vent it out to, because if all my energy is going towards you at all times, yeah, then it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. And so sometimes you need that that output somewhere else.
1: Yeah, you have to have another outlet because the reality is is sometimes things build up. And like you say, it's not that important it, you know, not to demean what's happening, but I know <laughs> for me, some things I just like focus in on. And then the very next day, or you'll be like, you just gonna apologize later. And I'll be like, baby, I'm sorry, <laughs> baby, I'm sorry. I was tripping, but you know, and mm-hmm. so it's it's important. Like you say, take a step back, you know, and just kind of look at the situation. And, and calm down. And even if that means that you, you know, take your separate sides, get in your separate corners, and then come back respectfully, I think we always keep that in mind. Like, we love each other, we respect each other, and this is this is how we're playing fair. One of the books that we read, it was talking about when you're fighting and you do not, you two have opposing views and you just cannot see eye to eye, to try to take what you think that they said and repeat it out loud. Yes. So I would say, okay, this is what I think you're saying and I'm saying it. And then you have the opportunity to say, that's not what I'm saying. And then I'm like, okay, I didn't get it. Or yes, that's what I was, okay. That's what you're saying, but this is what I'm saying. So in that aspect, we're putting ourselves in each other's shoes and we're able to, again, take a step back, look at the situation and, and come to it. Mm-hmm. From the perspective of respect.
0: Yeah. And R E S B E C T. Exactly. That's so. all that's what it's
1: about.
0: Yeah. Hello, this is the Am I Wrong segment of the show where I discuss with you all a dilemma that I'm going through and you let me know if I am wrong or I am correct. So let me tell you the dilemma. Lindsay and I go on trips every year. We have a vacation, usually she picks a place, I pick a place, she picks a place, uh, picks a place. And so this year was Lindsay's year to pick a place, but obviously we we can't go anywhere. And I feel like it's it's too bad she doesn't get her turn next year. (laughs) Because that's going to mess up the whole rotation of things. And so I feel like she just has to, just like everybody else, got to scratch this year, take that L, and we go where I want to go. Mind you, the benefit is we still are going somewhere.
1: Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, it's it's a win-win, of course, but we're in unprecedented times. You are not going to hold me accountable for this year. We did not know, okay? And so, yes, I I feel like I should be allowed to choose where we're going to go next
0: year. I'm just saying that God has chosen <laughs> <laughs> to pass your year up.
1: Wow! Wow! What about all of those people who are supposed to be married this year mm, and they're mm. postponing? It I'm pretty sure.
0: Year? I'm just I'm saying I'm pretty sure some of them are happy that the pandemic came. It was like woof. <laughs> We almost made a big mistake.
1: All right. Let us know what you think if I can do my trip or should we go with his trip next year? Uh, at First Comes Love TCM on Instagram, DM us, or you can email us at Let's Talk at First Comes Love, then Comes Marriage dot com.
0: Or right, you can send us a voicemail at three four seven TRU Love. That's three four seven true love. 3478785683 seven, eight, seven, eight, three.
1: Okay. So is there a point in our relationship where you needed to fight for it?
0: So there were I guess it was two times where maybe three, but I really remember two times it was like we're going to be together, like we're going to figure this out, make it work, or we're not going to be together. And the, the most recent time was right before we got engaged. And I graduated college. Mm-hmm. You were uh, at rehearsals in Lion King. And that whole summer, you were in New York. I was in California and we were arguing all the time Mm -hmm. it was just like back and forth arguing arguing and mind you i was saving up for the ring i didn't know uh that you didn't know about but we were going at it and i was like man do i really want to marry this person you know what i mean like i'm saving for this ring and we're like maybe we've grown apart Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and so but i just i just held on i was like you know what no i'm I'm I I think you're worth the investment you know Mm -hmm. and so I stuck to my guns and I came out and I proposed and one of one of the main reasons is because like you said you are a quality time person Mm -hmm. and we were living in different states and we were older now it was like why aren't we together you're out of college and stuff like that and we weren't together and you Could not handle it basically, yeah. You couldn't handle it,
1: and that was literally four weeks like it wasn't even a long time, it was like four or five weeks, but it was too long for me. Yeah,
0: you were, yeah, you were like spazzing, okay. And so, that was the one time that it was like, okay, you got to fight for it. You do how much, how badly do you want it? Do you want it? Mm -hmm. And so, another another time was when we first started dating when we very first start dating say that one. it was your mom she I was I'm, I'm Lindsay's first boyfriend mm-hmm. ever so we were no not the 12 we were had to be like 15. yeah we were like 15 16 and I'm homeschooled. so I didn't I didn't go to high school I went I was at home <laughs> and Lindsay side note Lindsay's mom Every year of her grade school, went to visit her school for the whole day. Yes. Yes. So she was in class the whole day. And I heard about these things. But when I first started making it official, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lindsay's mom came to me and was like, oh, so you want to date my daughter? This is what you have to do. You have to spend a full day with me. (laughs) And.
1: No, she said, you have to read this book. Yes, write a report and spend the full day with me. And yes. she made all of my siblings do this. To and my I'm, knowledge, and I'm
0: the only one who did. And it. he's the, am,
1: yeah. All of my siblings were supposed to do this with their boyfriend or girlfriend. And yeah, you are the only one.
0: I am the only one. Yeah, well, that's why and you made so it. yeah, I had to. I had to read a book. I had to read it, it was. I think it was called "Kiss Dating Goodbye." <laughs> Kiss dating. Kiss goodbye. dating goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then uh, write a report. Which I was like, I'm homeschooled, I could do this anyway. And then I had to spend the whole day, like I literally like was running errands with your mom, which I was thinking, would that have happened if it was another, another kid? Because they would be in school. But she probably would have did it on a it's Saturday. On a Saturday, of course. Yeah, so I, I'm chilling with your mom the whole day talking about this book that, you know, my reading comprehension at 15 was very subpar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, I didn't read the book.
0: I know you did. You read like two pages. But let
1: me tell you about this book. Okay, let me pause. The one thing that I got about this book that stuck with me, you never know what sticks, that stuck with me was this visual. They said, when you're at the altar, when you get married and you're at the altar, looking in the eye of your future husband or wife, you will see all the other people that they slept with behind them. So all of your previous engagements, entanglements, if you will, are behind you standing up there at the altar with you. And the point of the story is that you don't want that. You, you don't want anybody else up there with you besides you and your spouse. And that is literally the first page of the book. <laughs> <laughs> but it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, you know, I want that. I want it to just be us. And praise God, that's what we had. You know, we did not have anybody else up there with us. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: (laughs) That was another situation where it was, are you going to do this? How much are you willing to fight for this relationship? I've I've always chose you. I think I will always fight for you. You were always worth it to me to fight for. You know how people talk about the investment, how much I invest in you? Mm -hmm. I was always... I was always willing to make more of investment. I I would double down on you instead Mm -hmm. of like cashing out. Mm -hmm. When were there times that you had to fight for me?
1: Well, you took my instance, (laughs) but the first time was, yeah, our, my family. I, there was no explicit rule that I could not date, you know, but as soon as you came into the picture all of a sudden my parents were like you're not supposed to be dating and I was like no I I am and it's so crazy how quickly my emotions for you came because I was like I love him you know and I'm always like that with you you know so I I fought for you with with my parents with my siblings my siblings especially my brother I remember him Saying, like, what's up with him? What's up with this guy? Like, you know, y'all didn't really get along until I left for college. And then, you know, you're on, we're only a year apart, my brother and me. So you're only a year apart from my brother. And mm-hmm. honestly, of course you two would be friends because you both are cool people. But I think that that started my initiation of knowing that I wanted you. Knowing that I chose you, just the fact that I would proclaim you to my parents, to my siblings, to my friends, to anybody. I was like, This is my boyfriend. This is who I'm with. And that was, like you said, we were very young. We were 15, 16. And and like, I was dancing at the church. And I remember your sister will have a testify to this being in the prayer circle. And, you know, if we got into an argument on the phone at night or something would happen, I would be like, Okay, everybody let's pray for Aaron <laughs> let's, I have a prayer request for me and Aaron or you know just anything or I would you know, I would give my testimony like me and Aaron celebrated our one year anniversary like I was not shy about our love and
0: our puppy love our puppy love yeah. whatever
1: it was I I knew I knew what it was and what it meant to me and so it was easy to fight for you it, whoever came along and I think, now, as an adult, it wasn't until we went to, or I went away to like Philly, to dance in Philly and New mm-hmm. York, that you were introduced to new people, Yes, you know? And those were new people in my life, but you were not. And so they were, they knew me and they didn't know you and they were confused per se <laughs> about how I was with you. Yeah. You know, they don't understand your humor or your jokes. And I remember telling people at Filadenko or anywhere, like, this is my man. He's joking or he's being silly or no, he means that. You know, it's, it's, it was just, I don't mind sticking up for you. I don't mind being a voice for you to people that don't know you yet. And I think I learned that from my mom. Because my dad would tell jokes and like how yeah, you'd be like, Oh, your mom is the only one that laughs at your dad's jokes, or your mom is oh, the yeah, only yeah, one that yeah, gets your dad. Knows. And I get you. So even if my friends don't get you, my coworkers don't get you, I get you. And so I can stick up for you. I can fight for you. And so if there's something they don't understand, I can say, Oh, let me clear that up for you. He meant this. And And it's okay. It's fine. And then in the end, if they still don't understand or if they still are not on your side or for you, the reality is, is we're married.
0: Is it at marriage or is it before marriage? Mm -hmm. When do you choose your partner, your significant other, your whoever that person is to you over even lifelong friends over your mother?
1: You don't always wanna hear advice. Yeah. Whether it's from your friends who are only looking out for your best interest or from your parents who are like, I know this, or they believe they know, you know, and so yeah, it's it's interesting because I I did not have that. Um, my mother in law loves me and I love her and we didn't have that sort of, Oh, you marrying my son, oh, oh, well, I'm taking your son, or you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But to me the question would pertain to you in that if that was a situation who would you choose would you choose me or your mom
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i would obviously choose you okay and and the thing is I'm, I'm so happy that i haven't had to choose but at what what age do i choose you you know is it when i'm an adult because at 15 at 15 16 they say stay away You don't have the choice. You could just stay away. Right. But at twenty, it depends how I guess how responsible you are over your own life. I'm say I'm thirty three. I'm living at my mom. I'm borrowing money from my mom and stuff. Her, her opinion over who I'm dating to me. Has a bigger impact because.
1: You're still there. Yeah, I'm. still. I'm, I'm, right I'm, under. Still, I'm mm-hmm. still
0: under her. Or my dad, like, oh, I don't like this girl. I'm like, well, mom, I'm gonna stay with her. And then she's like, well, I'm not gonna pay your mortgage or some. I don't know what? what it is. But you, you, you know what I'm saying? If, it
1: depends on. I get you. How much you're listening to outside sources Mm -hmm. when you said that it's because it doesn't just have to do with parents it could be you know your best friend right you go into the basketball court and your best friend is saying like man I do not like your girl or you know whatever it's when the attachment becomes more when it turns into love I guess that's when you're like you know what I can't listen to you. I'm fighting for this relationship. Before then, it's kind of like, hey, man, what do you think? Like, what do you think about him? Like, what do you think about her? And then it is you don't ask those questions anymore, I feel like. Like, I don't ask people. I don't know if I've ever asked people, what "What do you you think think about Aaron? Yeah, what do you think? Because not that I don't, because I listen to people. Not that I don't listen to advice. Not that I don't have my ear towards certain people and my friends and my parents. But... I know myself and I know what I'm worth. I know how I want to be treated. And so to me, any relationship was about me and that other person and not necessarily about what somebody else thinks about you. Your relationship is your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we grow and we learn and we learn how to do things better with us and with other people. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, so and in, in the end, Know what you're fighting for, and figure out if it's worth it. Think about your future. Think about your now. Think about your past, and say, is this worth fighting for? And make your decision.
1: Thank you for joining us on our sixth episode. Please reach out to us. You can DM us at First Comes Love TCM on Instagram. You can also email us at Let's Talk at first comes love, then dot com,
0: or you could call our voicemail at three four seven. True love, that's T R U love, 347 878 5683. See you
1: next Friday. See you next Friday. Okay, we're back. So.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) Wait. Nothing. You went too fast. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: Okay. Ready?
0: Yep. You got lipstick on. I (laughs)
1: know. Okay. How you fight fair and...
0: Fighting for each other. (laughs) No! We got to fight for the right.
1: Welcome to First Come... Nope,
0: you didn't say hey, y'all. Oh, thank you. Goodness. (laughs) I want that hey,
1: y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes (laughs) marriage. Okay.
0: Come on, let's finish this up okay. we got this, we got this Never, ever, ever, ever Should you tell The person you are arguing with To calm down It is not going to help the situation At all